Welcome to the Reality Dates Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Sophia. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Reality Dates Daily Dose of Drama Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Sophia. So, oh my gosh. (laughs) Is anyone else's head still spinning from uh, part two of the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion? Because my head is. And so, I... (laughs) Okay, if you guys don't know, I write for the entertainment website all about the Real Housewives. I've written for them for a decade now. And um, so we have a lot of, the, the, the website has a lot of inside sources, especially when it comes to New Jersey. All About TRH is well known to be like the number one Real Housewives of New Jersey insider source like we have just so many sources and connections within production and people that are connected to the cast and so we get so many um like details about what's going on at the reunions what's going to happen at the sea during the season and all and there's so much that myself and Roxanne who owns the site she runs the site she also runs the um all about TRH podcast which is amazing if you ever want to check that out um I'm sure you already listened to it I'm like oh check it out like duh I'm sure you listened to it already um but there's so much information that we get from sources that like we don't even report on because it's just would be too much and we knew a lot about the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion going into it because like the sources just spilled so much tea But even knowing what I knew via All About TRH and the sources that the website has, I I was still shocked and mind blown at the watching part two of the reunion. Honestly, there was so much new information that I knew that new information was going to come up and that it was going to be like fresh information that we had not heard before, but it was still shocking the way it all played out. Like I just was like... The, and plus the amount of bickering that went on and the amount of like cattiness and back and forth and name calling. And it was just so ugly, like so, so ugly. And like, I was just really, really like shocked. And I, I honestly didn't even know where to start. Like, I'm still like trying to wrap my head around it and I can't like, like put it all together. Even though I already, I wrote a recap for all about TRH about the episode and I'm still like so like oh my god what did I just watch what did I just watch it's so just crazy um there there honestly was just so much information so I'm gonna try to break it down as quickly as possible and just share a few of my thoughts and feelings on the part two of the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion so the reunion starts off with, um, it picks back up where part one left off with the accusation that Teresa thinks or she knows that Joe and Melissa Gorga played a role in her and Joe Judice going to jail. And so we've talked about this on the podcast this week multiple times. Um, Teresa, obviously she doesn't think Joe and Melissa called the FBI directly, but she knows that she knows from credible sources that they were hanging out with Joe's ex-business partner who in fact played a huge huge part of them going to prison 
Um, Melissa obviously denies the accusations and, um, but Teresa says like, she thinks that Joe Rogan never meant to hurt her, but she wanted to get back at her ex-husband. And that's why they buddied up to Joe's ex-business partner because they knew it was an easy way to get back at Joe Judice. Um, and Melissa's like, that never happened. I don't even know who you're talking about. And this is when, um, Margaret Josephs basically encourages Melissa to read the text messages that Jackie, that Jacqueline Larita sent to Jackie Gold's, Gold Schneider, um, like about two years ago. So these text messages, and there are a bunch, which I'm going to actually get into as a story for the podcast. So stay tuned for that. But Melissa reads this text message. Now this text message was sent between Jacqueline and Jackie two years ago, long before Jacqueline and Teresa reconciled in November of 2022. So Melissa reads the text message. Teresa is unfazed by it all. She's like, okay, Jacqueline badmouthed me. I like, Teresa's like, I badmouthed her too when we weren't friends. So like, I'm not going to get upset over this. Um, and Teresa's just like unscathed by it all. And I think that really pissed Melissa off big time. Um, but Teresa warns that (laughs) Jacqueline is going to come after Melissa for, you know, bringing her up at the reunion and reading these text messages. Dolores Catania agrees. She's like, Melissa needs to be prepared for Jacqueline's wrath. And she's like, she encourages Melissa to sleep with one eye open. She says, this is going to be bad for you. You're going down. Um, yeah, so it, <laughs> I, I, I think that like any, uh, the bad blood between Melissa and Jacqueline is just reached a fever pitch and I feel like Jacqueline is probably so pissed off right now but I bet she also doesn't care because she's like I'm not part of the show like I have no intention of going back to Real Housewives so I don't really give two shits you can read all the texts you want you want especially because I think she knows that her and Sharice's relationship is so strong that like nothing is going to like break their reconciliation at this point um Rachel Fuda then jumps in the spotlight and peppers her with questions about her marriage and her children. Um, Rachel oddly reveals that her husband, John Fuda, got liposuction, but, like, she claims he got it before the show, which I don't understand why she would reveal that tidbit of information. But speaking of John Fuda, at the end of the reunion, the husbands came on the stage and then the episode ended, but, like, John Fuda looked like shit. Like, he literally had, like, the darkest circles under his eyes. And I'm like, dude, like, you allegedly got, like, surgery on your mouth and you have had liposuction. Like, put a little concealer on. Come on. Brighten up those under eyes, dude. Um, I just feel like John Fuda and Rachel Fuda are so thirsty for attention. They drive me. They, like, irk me in such a weird way. Ugh, it's so annoying. But um, speaking of plastic surgery... The topic of conversation then switches to Jennifer Aiden's comment about um, Rachel's terrible nose job, which Rachel's nose job is horrific. And Jennifer is one to speak on it because she, her nose job didn't come out exactly perfect either. And Jennifer has admitted that she's like, my nose job was like fucked up big time. But yeah, Rachel's nose job is horrible. Like she literally looks like a who from Whoville and it's just like, 
I'm sure her original nose was probably way better and probably looked so much better on her face. So I don't know. Like sometimes you just don't need to change things so much and you change it too much and then you look worse than you did before with your original nose. So um, Jennifer claims she only ever made fun of Rachel's nose job after Rachel tried to cause drama between Dolores and her. Um, Rachel and Jennifer start to fight. Um, and Jennifer then reveals that her major issue with Rachel is that she lied about watching The Real Housewives of New Jersey and being a fan of the show. So when Rachel joins the show, Jennifer asked her, like, have you ever watched the show? Are you a fan? Like, the, and, you know, Rachel was like, oh, no, I've never really watched the show. Like, maybe a couple episodes here and there, but I'm not a fan. Um, but that's not true at all because Rachel is Bravo. I think it's like Bravo Lover 1234 or something was her Instagram username handle that she, like, now switched and got rid of. But she was known by that Bravo Lover 1234. Like, what the hell? Like, why lie about something so stupid and something that can be easily uncovered? Like, girl, no, 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 no. Um, and I think it's so clear that Rachel was a fan of the show and Rachel knew exactly what to do and what to say and who to align with to, you know, make her way onto the show. And I honestly still believe that Rachel and her husband, John, um, supplying the tile for Melissa and Joe Gorga's new house was somehow a transaction of her getting cast on the show and like Melissa submitting her name and all so I don't know I think there's something whole shady going on there but um yeah then the conversation pivots to um Rachel adopting her stepson Rachel and says that you know she has officially adopted her stepson and um she then brings up the fact that G her stepson Jaden's birth mom has spoken out to the blogs claiming that Rachel only adopted Jaden for a storyline um Dolores oddly enough interjects and says that Rachel's been saying for years that she wanted to adopt Jaden but since when did Rachel and Dolores know each other before filming for season 13? That was never brought up on the show. The fact that they had some type of relationship prior to season 13. I mean, I know Melissa and Rachel have been friends for a little bit for like a couple of years. But like Dolores made this sound like she knew Rachel. She's known Rachel for like a decade or something or like they have a long standing relationship. And that was that little tidbit was never aired on the show and I mean maybe producers just left it out but like they never even acted like they had some type of relationship or any friendship that Dolores would know this little bit of information it's it was really strange I was like huh so um but Andy then asks uh Rachel about the claims that John is preventing Jaden from seeing his mother Rachel says that's not true she claims that Jaden wants nothing to do with his birth mother um this is when Rachel then drops the bomb, claiming that Louis Rulis, um had someone search for Jaden's birth mother and contact her to bring out all of these unfounded allegations. This, uh, this is such bullshit. Like, A, why would Louis do that? And B, like, the U.S. son was the first to reach out to Jaden's birth mother. Uh, uh, they have like all of the resources like they are a major media publication like I'm sure they could find freaking Jaden's mother like it's not that hard like I mean 
me, I probably wouldn't know where to start, but they have people, they hire people, like they know the people to contact to get that type of information. Um, it's just really sad that like Rachel, Margaret, and Melissa are just throwing all of these wild allegations out and like putting all the blame on Louie. Clearly all of this was rehearsed. They planned out this reunion storyline and these allegations and they just wanted to throw everything they could at Louie and make him look like such a piece of shit. And you can just, I mean, I can see right through it, but it's just clear as day that it's like, okay, Melissa makes an allegation against Louie, then Rachel does, and then at the further in the reunion, Margaret does. It's just so annoying. And it's like, uh, and know what makes me laugh? That, like, during the season, um, they made it, they said in the season that, like, they were having trouble locating Jaden's birth mother. And, like, Jaden's birth mother has spoken out and said she never received any paperwork about Rachel adopting Jaden. But at the reunion in part three, we'll see John Fuda makes this big claim that he knows big, important people. Well, John Fuda, if you know big, important people, then why couldn't you track down your ex and serve her with the papers for your current wife to adopt your son? Huh? If you know such big, important people... Why couldn't you find the halfway house that your ex is currently serving her prison time in? Hmm. Makes it sound like someone's talking out of their ass, if you ask me. Um, so, the conversation then, uh, people bicker. It's, like, going on and on, back and forth. And um, the whole, like, um, I think this is when jen fessler and jackie goldschneider come out and it was just really yawn and boring and like i would honestly love to see jen fessler as a full-time housewife but um yeah i find her fascinating and i think she looks really great she's like i had all this plastic surgery she's like i had a facelift nose job i've had like all of this work done so it's really funny that she's like owning it and like admitting like hey i want to show up on The Real Housewives of New Jersey as my best self and I don't want, you know, to get kicked to the curb looking bad. So like if this is my only season, I want to look good. Um, which I gotta I gotta love her honesty. I think she really would be a great full time housewife. Really enjoyed Jen Fessler this season. Jackie Goldschneider, she can like ride off into the sunset for all I care. She's just like so annoying. And um of course Andy had to ask her about Ozempic and like why she's so against it. And I'm just like no one gives a shit what Jackie Goldschneider has to say. Like, I'm so over it. It's like, honey, like, judgy, judgy, Judy, go away. Like, no one cares. No one wants your opinion on if they should take Ozempic or not or anything like that. Like, let the experts speak. You're not an expert, honey. Um, then they're talking about Ireland and all of that. Melissa then defends her drunk comments. Um, if you remember during the Ireland trip, Melissa, like, was drunk and was like, I'm going to text my ex. And, like, this comment shocked Teresa, but she didn't say anything at the time. Teresa announces at the reunion that she thought the comment was out of line and she was surprised that her brother was okay with it. Melissa says it was just for fun and not that big of a deal, but Teresa doesn't agree. Um, It's really funny that at this point in the reunion, again, Melissa is so freaking thirsty and, like, at this point in the reunion, this is the time that Melissa once again tries to take one of Teresa's iconic lines and use it as her own. And it, it's so annoying. It's like, 
I, I just honestly like Melissa I couldn't stand at this reunion like normally I can like take her and I have like a like love hate like sometimes I think she's great sometimes I think she's horrible um you know there's all of these mixed emotions but honestly what the fuck was up with Melissa Gorg at the reunion she had all these weird voices and over-the-top expressions that were honestly so hard to watch and listen to like legit cringeworthy she's like a caricature of herself at this reunion I, I just don't understand Melissa's been trying way too hard the whole reunion like every it gets worse and worse every episode um like she's trying so hard to create an iconic moment for herself and it's like girl it's been 10 years and you've yet to have an iconic moment it's not going to happen at this point melissa you aren't a nini a vicky an lvp a ramona a karen or a Teresa for that matter like let's get that straight I just, I, I, I have to, again, call out why does Melissa keep using Teresa's most well-known sayings and trying to pass them off as her own? It's so weird. Stalkerazzi much? Get your own sayings and persona and stop trying to latch on to everyone else's Melissa. Like, at the reunion, Melissa said, took Teresa's namaste line, which we know is she's infamous for, her ha-ha laugh funny line, and then her bitch boy line further on in the reunion. Melissa, get your own sayings. Stop trying to, again, copy your sister-in-law. It's been 10 years of it. Like, we, we see the pattern. Like, get your own persona. Get your own sayings. Try to make your own iconic lines. But you can't because you're not iconic. Ugh, so annoying. Anyway, um... <laughs> So, back to the reunion. Rant over. Um, Jennifer Aiden. Okay, this this part is just, this is where I like struggle to wrap my mind around this because I did not know this tid- tidbit of information. And I honestly have mixed emotions. So, Jennifer Aiden reveals that she told Melissa Gorga about the cheating rumor. Like, I guess at the start of the season or before the season started or something. And so Jennifer knew that Melissa knew about the cheating rumor. She didn't. And then she, when she told Melissa about the cheating rumor, that's when Melissa told her that she already knew because Teresa and Louie had told Joe Gorga about it. And at the time, Jennifer claims that Melissa slammed Teresa for even mentioning the rumor to Joe since there was no truth to it um so why did not why didn't Jennifer reiterate that information to Danielle Cabral when she told her about the rumor Jennifer claimed she didn't want to tell Danielle about the rumor um especially because she knew Melissa was already aware of the gossip but she did it anyway which I still don't understand why she told her if Okay, I she, okay. What the 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 hell the the fact that she told her is one thing, but why didn't she tell her that Melissa already knew? She made it out that Melissa didn't know, which I think is what was eating at Danielle. And Danielle was like, "Oh my god!" Like Melissa doesn't know that there's rumors out there, but Jennifer knew that Melissa knew from her and from Melissa. I mean, and from Teresa and Louie. So why did not Jennifer pass that information? along to Danielle and I think like she just told Danielle this information and let her run with it and then 
Danielle brought it up on the show. I don't know. It smells fishy. It really smells fishy and it doesn't look good for Jennifer. And I really like Jennifer. Like I've grown to really, really like her on the show. And I'm like, oh, this does not look good for you, Jennifer. Like this looks shady as shit. Like it looks like you set Danielle up for this gossip to come out on the show. Like, ooh, not, not good. Um, so then, um, Danielle, Andy basically asked Danielle if she feels like she was set up and Danielle at first is like, no, I don't feel like I was set up. But, um, you know, Jennifer does apologize to her and insists it wasn't her intention to make it look like she was set up or to set her up in any way. But Rachel, Melissa and Margaret believe that Danielle was manipulated and used as a pawn. So it's weird because like Danielle is like, oh no, I, I don't believe I was set up and did it. But I think she's literally like in shock and is like still trying to process the fact that Melissa knew about the rumor and the gossip. And it's so strange. And like later on in the episode, Danielle, like when she goes, when they take a break and she goes to see her husband in his dressing room, she's like, I was set up. Like Jennifer sent me up. Like, oh my god, I was set up about this. And it's like, I feel like this is going to cause some issues between Jennifer and Danielle for season 14 if they all come back. It's like, yikes. But this moment does not look good for Jennifer at all. Um, no one in the cast believes the cheating rumor about Melissa is true. However, Jennifer does believe that Margaret spoke about the rumor to her former BFF, um, Laura Lee Jensen. Um, but when it comes to who Melissa blames the rumor on, she points the finger at Teresa obviously because why wouldn't she ever blame her bestie margaret so um melissa says that Teresa shouldn't have talked to joe about the rumor without her present but in reality Teresa isn't the one who told joe gorga about the rumor she didn't want to tell them anything about it at all louis is the one who called joe gorga over and told him about the rumor and um but then Melissa also puts the blame on Jennifer for repeating it on camera and putting the gossip into Danielle's ear, which ultimately led to the rumor coming out during the finale episode of the show. Um, and then this all results in Melissa and Teresa squabbling back and forth and they're hurling insults at each other. It's exhausting. Andy, literally, you can see him growing more and more aggravated and frustrated every second and like we know a blow up is coming in part three of the reunion and you can just see it slowly building um backstage the husbands are preparing to take the reunion stage um it's so weird that like frank atania is coming in hot so frank atania makes it clear that he is not keeping his mouth shut at this reunion he claims that Louis fucked him this year and when all he was trying to do was help Louis and then Joe Benigno brings up this whole like little Frankie situation and it leads to some unseen footage from season 13 airing between Joe Gora and Frank Catania. In the clip, Frank claims that Louis's company was shut down so Frankie lost his job but no one told him. Um... Frank says that Louis ghosted Frankie about the job and never answers phone calls. This has led to a little bit of beef between Frank and Louis. And Joe Gorg, on the other hand, is questioning Louis' agenda. There is apparently a m lot more to um, Louis. I mean, Frank Tanya's issue with Louis. It involves pr 
private investigators and allegations of private investigators and trying to take him down and him and Joe Gorga and like ruin this budding business plan they have. More on that during part three because I I honestly don't know that much. (laughs) I am so confused about it all. It just doesn't make any sense and I don't understand where Frank's like anger is coming towards Louis and I feel like I it's really weird that like he is riding so hard for the Gorgas and I know they have like business dealings together and other things so that's probably why but you have Dolores that is very like pro Louis and Teresa so I feel like could these um them taking opposite sides really cause a bigger rift in Dolores and Frank's relationship I don't know it seems like it though it seems very very likely that there's going to be some drama between Frank and Dolores over their dueling friendships. Um, More accusations against Louis pop up. Um, Margaret claims that um, Louis called her son at his job and threatened him. Um, Teresa denies this claim. She's like, I don't even know. Like, what are you talking about? And, um, Andy and, and Margaret gives Andy proof of the phone call. Like, she prints out paperwork, I guess, showing the number that calls. And, but Teresa and Jennifer are quick to point out that there are spoof calls that all the housewives are getting, and Andy confirms this. So basically, the cast is getting. The cast, Andy, and other, I guess, housewives are getting calls. So, like, Andy, it'll show on his phone that Teresa Judice is calling him. But in reality, it's not Teresa. It's, like, um, it's, like, the artificial intelligence, like, AI. It's spoofing. It's people pretending to be it. And, like, this has been a big thing in the news lately. Like, I watched a segment on Sunday morning about it where they were talking about the spoofing with AI and how they do it and... Um, basically what they do is they, like, Google, like, people that are known to you, like, they'll Google you, and then, like, you know how it shows, like, anybody who you've ever shared a house with or that you might be connected with? They, like, take that name, and then they will pop it into the phone and make it come across your phone as that name, so it looks like it's coming out of your contacts on your phone, but in reality, it's not, and it's coming from some weird unknown number. Or there are instances where they can actually clone the numbers to make it look like it's coming from a contact in your phone book. And I've had this happen to me, and like in my personal life, where like my brother will be like, Oh, you called me? Like, what's up? And I'm like, I did not call you today. And he's like, I literally have three missed calls from your phone number, and it says your name on my phone. And I'm like, I honestly did not call you. Like, my phone log does not show one outgoing call to you today. So it's like, weird that those things happen and so obviously there's something big like that going on in the real housewives universe and it's funny that um as they're talking about all of this Teresa shows Andy her phone which literally shows multiple missed calls from Margaret and Dolores as they were sitting there on the reunion stage so it's like basically proof that this is probably all bullshit and that Louis I'm going to stay 95%, 90, I'm going to actually go 98% had, did not call Margaret's son and that it was all just a big spoof and not, had, Louis had no involvement in it. And, um, 
This all does like cause a little bit of tension though between Dolores and Teresa because apparently Teresa knew about this allegation ahead of the reunion because I guess Margaret told her but Margaret also told Dolores about this incident with her son because I think it happened like literally a couple of days right before they filmed the reunion and Teresa's like Dolores why didn't you tell me about it and she's like well I I, you already knew about it so I didn't honestly want to get involved and like I really am upset over it and I hope that the whole thing isn't true um but you can tell that Teresa's not happy that like Dolores was talking to Margaret about it and then Dolores didn't come to her and tell her what Margaret was saying so I don't know that's a little but I mean Teresa if you look on Instagram Teresa and Dolores have been hanging out so I think their relationship is fine but you can just tell by the look on Teresa's face that she's not happy in this moment with uh Dolores um so then finally the men of Jersey arrive on the stage Andy goes backstage and he has a little pep talk with Louie um he tells Louie that tensions are high and that he's worried he makes it clear that he doesn't want things to get physical between Louie and Joe Gorga Louis agrees. Um, Frank Tanya pops up on the reunion stage. He sits down behind Melissa Gorga next to Joe Gorga and basically starts bad-mouthing Teresa, saying that she's not being zen at all at this reunion. And then it's to be continued. So, um, one thing I want to address is the whole... Um, the whole drama between Frank Catania and, um, Louie. So the allegations that Frank made about Frankie and Louie and like the work that Frankie did for Louie's company and the job he had there, none of that's true. So like all about TRH spoke to Frankie directly and Frankie basically said that like, him and Louie have a great relationship. There's no bad blood. Like, nothing shady happened between in their working relationship. So, he doesn't understand why this is all being brought up. So, that is all just not true. If you go to allaboutTRH.com, there's, like, tons of exclusive information on this. But I just wanted to, like, touch upon that, that it's just not definitely true at all. So, um... I don't know why Frank is bringing it up and what agenda he has in it. And it's really sad because I, I really enjoy Frank on the show. But I don't understand why he would... It seems like he's trying to do the Gorgas dirty work and I'm not feeling it. So next week will be part three and then we can finally have a break from New Jersey. Hopefully for a little bit. I need a break. I'm tired. It's all too much. It's all too much. <laughs> Hey everyone, so let's dive into the Daily Dose of Drama. Um, unfortunately, this has to be really short. It's only going to be one episode, I mean one story for today because I did not plan out my time well and I have to be somewhere very shortly and I have to get ready. So unfortunately, I'm only going to do one story um, for the Daily Dose of Drama, but it's a good one. So You'll enjoy it, especially if you're a Real Housewives of New Jersey fan. I will have more stories tomorrow covering the whole Bravoverse. So stay tuned. I mean, we do have um, tonight. It's today. It's Wednesday. So we have the Real Housewives of Orange County season 17 premiere. 
we have um part three of the Vanderpump Rules reunion so I'm sure we will have lots to discuss I'm dying to know what this um crazy twist to the scandal is that's gonna reportedly emerge tonight at the end of the reunion I don't know I'm excited for Real Housewives of Orange County there's a lot going on so tomorrow's daily dose of drama will be it will be really great but today it's going to be short and sweet so the story we have today for the daily dose of drama is um Jackie Goldschneider slams Teresa Judice as an anti-semite in never before seen text messages so after the reunion was airing last night all about TRH received um text messages that uh Jackie Goldschneider had sent to Jacqueline Larita and these text messages are ugly in the text messages Jackie really goes in hard at Teresa just a lot of ugly allegations against the Real Housewives of New Jersey OG it's nasty it's ugly it's just crazy and uh, I think Jackie should have thought before she sent a lot of these because a lot of th- some of the stuff she said and these allegations are things that you can't take back once you put out into the world. And I think that, um, yeah, I think Jackie should have thought a little further ahead before she gave Melissa Gorga those text messages to read at the reunion because now Jacqueline Lareda is going to come out and say, <laughs> this is what else you said, bitch. So, um, all about TRH exclusively received these text messages. They shared them on their Instagram, which then a lot of other housewives pages shared them. And so I thought it would be perfect for us to talk about on the Reality Deets Daily Dose of Drama podcast because we love some Real Housewives of New Jersey tea. So, um, these text messages were sent. It doesn't really say when, but they were sent, I believe, like a two years ago so in the one text message Jackie writes she's convinced that she's a movie star and can do whatever the fuck she wants I personally think she's an anti-semite but I've never said it out loud she treats me like I don't belong anywhere near her group of friends it's so infuriating she takes all her aggression out on me and uh, let's just reiterate these are text messages that Jackie Goldschneider sent to Jacqueline Larita about Teresa Judice. Um, in another text message, Jackie goes on, it's the fucking worst. I'm constantly standing alone with this group. Everyone is terrified of her. It's a mind, it's mind numbing how stupid she is. She continues, we agreed to move past it. I don't think she likes me. I don't think we will ever be friends. It's just a nightmare being on the show when she tries to take you down. So if I can stay away from her, from that I will. So clearly this whole thing, these text messages were sent during the whole Evan Goldschneider cheating drama. So naturally Jackie is not happy with Teresa at this point. So she's saying a lot of nasty things and, um, yeah, so she's just going really hard on Teresa. And I I don't think that it's nice to call someone stupid or call them an anti-Semite. Um, I I just don't think that's appropriate in any way. Um, those are big, like I said, big allegations to just toss around lightly. Um, obviously Jackie and Teresa will never be friends. 
They just don't get along. They don't like each other. Uh, I don't think that Jackie really needed to send these text messages to Jacqueline Larita. I don't think she really ever needed to reach out to Jacqueline Larita at all. I think she just should have like kept these kept these type of conversations between her and Melissa and Margaret because I'm sure she said these exact same things to them and I'm sure Melissa being Teresa's sister-in-law didn't stand up for her one bit I'm sure she agreed with half of the shit that Jackie was spewing about Teresa um yeah I just think that Jackie was looking to get validation from Jacqueline um about her feelings towards Teresa and you know, I'm sure Jacqueline obliged at some point because she hated Therese at that point. But I think now she sees the error of her ways and realizes that, like, Jackie is batshit cray. And so, and her hatred towards Teresa is just really stupid and unfounded. And, I mean, I know they've said and done things to each other, but it's, like, just this stuff is unnecessary, in my opinion. Um, But... So that's what we have today for today's little daily dose of drama. I'm sorry it's not more. I literally just have to get going. And unfortunately, I just don't have the time today. And that is a very poor excuse. And I'm going to be better at planning my day so that I can definitely give you guys the um, amount of stories that you deserve every day. So um, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. We'll recap Orange County. We'll recap Pump Rolls Reunion. Plus, we'll have a bevy of um, stories to talk about and hot topics. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it if you've made it this far. I really appreciate it if you're listening every day. I'm very, very grateful. Um, this is just something fun that I really wanted to do to share my opinion on Real Housewives. I know I write for All About TRH every day. I write stories, but we don't really share our opinions on the site. And so this is an outlet for me just to share my opinions on all things Bravo and how I'm feeling and who I'm liking, who I'm not liking, what I'm enjoying, what I'm hating and all of that when it comes to the Bravoverse. And um, I just really appreciate anyone and everyone who's listening and showing Reality Deets support on the podcast and on Instagram and stuff. So thank you guys so much again. I will talk to you tomorrow. I hope you have a beautiful Wednesday and I hope you enjoy all of the Bravo TV tonight because I can't wait. I'm so excited. Talk to you guys later. Bye.